I think we're live, pal. I didn't know. I didn't know if I did it right because I did. I just stopped saying one. Who knows? Hey, welcome to Loser Lee's Wrestling. Loser Lee's Wrestling. This is the woo, the woo woo woos and woods of AEW Dynamite. We just finished watching AEW Dynamite and we're hot and ready for for some fun talking action. My name is Red Jefferson. I'm here with Roy Hammer. How are we feeling today? I feel great. I feel I this show made me feel great. This show made me feel great. Yeah. This show gave me cramps. This show gave you cramps. I'm feeling gassy after this show. (laughs) I'm letting it all out now, pal. Not this show. After this show, I'm loose as a goose. Let's do it. Good show. Okay. Well, uh, any, uh, any, well, uh, thank you all so much for joining us. This is the Woos and What's of AEW Dynamite, where we talk about the best, worst of what happened on today's Dynamite. We just finished it. And as always, we have your jazz in the booth. Give a, give a a hoot, hoot, honk, honk for your jazz. Hoot, hoot, Um, honk, honk. And uh, also make sure to call the hotline. Roy, did you call the hotline? 10 minutes I, I call the the hot, it's it's going to become a new tradition of mine to call the hotline after the show. It's how I go to bed at night. I call the it's hotline. A, it's a pretty big deal. I think you all should uh, call the hotline. And also just thanks to some people uh, just for before we get started with the show. Uh, Moe's, Moe's X, uh, bless them. They're, they're going to be 20 minutes late according to Twitter. Uh, they sent us a text of JR's barbecue sauce and I immediately threw it up on the site, on uh, the Instagram. If you send me things, I'll throw up on the screen. By the way, this is a, a Google voice number and I turn off notifications. So I will not be responding to anything, but, <laughs> but we want all your feedback. Send texts, send pictures, send a, a call the hotline for the juicy gossip and leave a message. Call it. Call it. Um, and thank you all so much for joining. We should start talking about the show, right? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. We have to start talking about it. this thing. A lot to talk about. Lots to talk about in today's dynamite. Uh, yeah. Let's start off with, right at the top, where we always start. Um, where we always start. The tag team battle royale. We have a uh, Jurassic Express slowly waddling down to the ring with Christian. We see all these teams surrounding the ring, and we're having an, an old-fashioned tag team turmoil battle royale to see who uh, who's the first of three teams that are going to be in. So uh, this is the two first teams. number one. There's going to be two yeah. teams. That and then are next be- week, there's another battle royal. The chances are the Young Bucks are probably going to win. And they will both face what? Jurassic Express. Did I miss? We said there's going to be two battle royals. I there's thought a, I would only deal with one of these bullshits. I liked it. I thought this and, was good. Okay, let's talk. Well, let's uh, skim to the. Well, let's talk about it. Yeah. It just show like they start off the match. Everyone clamors in the ring yeah. all at once. Yeah. And AEW hasn't figured out how to produce these big multi-person matches yet without it literally looking like it's your turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's my well, turn. There's and, a couple, there were a couple of moments and there are especially a couple of uh, things that I think the cameras missed that always really, that kind of bums me out about AEW. Yeah. that there's, there's always moments where I'm like, Oh, someone's doing something impressive, but we're only hearing the crowd react and we're not seeing it happen. Yeah. A hundred percent. A few things, happen. a few things that I noted uh, and tell me what you think a lot of under the rope and outside action, which I didn't. Sure. Right. That sure. kind of that kind of undercuts the concept. That's it, one of, or two I, people fine, but sure. Yeah, I was gonna say that's kind of become a trend. I think of modern day battle, including the Royal Rumble. There's a lot of like between the ropes, under the ropes action happening in modern day battle royals, and I think it kind of takes away, you know, the little bit of the steam from the yeah. concept. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's almost like uh, happening once 
a battle royale, fine. Yeah. But there's multiple people doing it. Why is it every? You can't get eliminated from the battle royale if you're just not in the ring. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, don't, don't let that happen on JR's watch because he'll make sure to let the home viewing audience know that that's a mistake and to yeah. not do that. Yeah. He loves calling out the faux pas of wrestling. <laughs> and these are things you should say to people behind the curtain, yeah. not on TV. Yeah. Uh, some fun moments we had. Uh, we had Johnny Hungy, uh, the spot with Johnny Hungy does the muscles deal, which was fun. Yeah. Uh, then we get uh, him throwing at the ass boys. Yeah. Which uh, is nice. We get that Santina. Santana, Sant- oh my God, am I ever going to say it right? <laughs> Santana, uh, he yeah. he does the mugging for the camera thing again. Did you notice that? I did notice that. I just thought it went a little too long. That was a weird thing. So wh- who was he eliminating at the time, Santana? I think, was it the other ass boy? No, both ass boys were eliminated at the same I think it was maybe... Uh, Blade or Butcher? No, it wasn't Butcher. Maybe no, it was Blade. Maybe it was Blade. Blade. Uh, yeah. But he, he points to the camera and stares <laughs> at it. Which I like the fact that he's learning, like he's he's like, oh, that was a cool thing. I got a positive reaction from doing that. But yeah. like, pick your moments. Yeah. Um, I, I just felt like this was a little clunky. If he was a little bit more, uh, uh, he, he's not a huge personality. If he was a little more personality, I could almost see this being a cool Deadpool moment. Yeah, I, I, I think where he he's the only be. one that acknowledges the camera. Mm, that's really interesting. That's really, and that's a good take, and that's something for for him that yeah. it would be great if he had that. And I think he can be that big personality, but we haven't found it yet. Like AEW hasn't given him that the ball yet for that. But I, man, we'll get into it. Keep going, keep going. Well, we'll then we get the uh, uh, Matt Hardy walks away again. Get Matt Hardy walking away again, just to do that thing again. Uh, well, because- also he tweeted, um, which is like, he tweeted during the show that he said something like, how many times can private party let me down before I have to delete their friendship? A little on the nose, Matt Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and then and we also get the FTR stare down with Young Bucks, which is a kind yeah. of cool moment. Big but, reaction. Uh, there were a lot of moments that had really nice big reactions yes. in this, yes. which is like, again, like it shows the intelligence of the AEW, not intelligence. It shows the memory of the AEW wrestling fan to remember all of, I mean, Bucks and FTR is obvious, but the big moment is that stare down between Trent and Santana referencing back to that parking lot brawl, which is still like one of the best matches in the history of the company, in my opinion. Um, and it was nice to see that kind of reaction. And for each one of those guys to get that moment. And they all remember, like it was, it's just a nice moment for the audience to reward yeah. the audience. And, Huge and AW does a good job with that sometimes, yeah. but we get down to the final six, the final six being, uh, 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 and it ended up being like the best of each team, which uh, so it was Isn't that interesting. It was, it was it was Johnny Hungy, Santana, Trent, Dax, Kyle O'Reilly. But for some reason, Nick Jackson accidentally got thrown out early, so Matt Jackson was there. <laughs> um, and it was the the almost best of each team. Uh, and they have this uh, the, an interesting pair off. Uh, how do you like this? The, that was the best part of the match. Was yeah. that ending? Once it got to the six, yeah, totally. I really got into it. Yeah. I I liked it. I thought I thought like, look, AEW is very good at the predictable finish that works, and you're not mad about it. So like, how the match finished made sense to me. You kind of saw that coming. Um, my only beef is that the way they eliminated Dax was kind of a beef for it was me. A flaw. because it's kind of weird because it's heel on heel, so you're not getting that reaction. And again, like. 
you have to think AEW thinks that the fans who are attending their show, who are attending their show in person, are the smart wrestling fan. So they're the ones who are educated and caught up, and they gave Dax the moment, most likely based on his appearance on Renee Paquette's podcast, which I'm sure we'll talk about on the Weekly Wrestle. There's a lot of interesting things coming out of that. If you haven't listened to it yet, highly, highly recommend. T- story burying Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels piece. Oh, of I did see that. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about that. Woo! Anyway, um, what it bothered me that you know Bobby Fish coming in cheating, whatever, bothered me. But also in the back of my head, I was like, ah. But this is in AEW terms, when something like this happens, this plants a seed for a future match between these two. Give me Fish and O'Reilly versus FTR all day, every day. That will be sick. And I thought it was going to be next week, but it's not next week. So now I hate it. Now yeah. I'm mad about I, it. I hate the fact that there's two back to back battle rolls. But let's just say who won here. Uh, at the end, uh, uh, they knocked out uh, Dax, and it's just uh, Kyle O'Reilly, uh, Matt Jackson, and Johnny Hungy. And uh, they're trying, like, Kyle Riley's about to pick up Johnny Hungy, uh, John Silver, and he's about to throw him out, but his arm hurts. He asked Matt to do it, and then he throws them both over as they go Which over. was smart. That was which good. Which was smart. Which was smart. Uh, but we get the, he, they're going moving forward, which is exciting, because I, I do think this is an interesting way of keeping them moving forward. And I like Kyle Riley. Um, yeah. I like Bobby Fish, too. I, oh, I like Bobby Fish a lot more <laughs> after tonight. <laughs> I like him a lot more after tonight. Red Dragon and the Bucks uh, are now arguing in the ring. Then Hangman comes out to beat up Red Dragon. Yeah. And he has an interesting moment with the Young Bucks there. Very interesting moment. But then Adam Cole comes out and he tries to attack him, but he almost gets buckshotted. But luckily, Red Dragon saved him when Johnny hung. There's just too much. There's way too much going on uh, uh. to get to get to the to story time with Adam page. Hey, bay. Yeah. Hey, bay. I, I don't know. I don't know. I liked it. I didn't think there was that much going on because all of the allegiances made sense. It all makes sense. And there's so, this is classic. And I know you're, you're going to hate what I, I say. I can't wait this. to hate what you said. <laughs> but this is classic young buck storytelling. Cause it's, there's so much happening here. Like, yeah, you're right. With, no, 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 no. Hold on. Oh, that makes sense. Because, you're right. No, no, no. It's like, there's this like quiet, like, Remember, the Bucks like could have stopped Adam Page from winning the title. They could have gotten involved in the Kenny match. They let him go. So there's this quiet like understanding that maybe they treated Hangman like shit. And there's this weird like history that they have. Then there's the beef between Red Dragon and the Bucks. And then there's Cole and who is he uh, like aligned with? Plus, you've got this wild card of Kenny who's going to come back sometime in March or April, and we don't know where he's going to stand. Like, there's so many different ways that we can go with this. It's exciting for me. I like it because it's going to result in great matches and good storytelling. I'm, I'm not mad at the idea. I just don't like the execution. We have some uh, comments in here. Mose, I'm still behind. Shiz. Uh, <laughs> bless you, Mose. Uh, John Buseman, woo, woo, woo. Woo, woo, Welcome woo. to the chat, John. We're just talking about, uh, we're right getting right into Adam Page's story time. Yes. Where honestly, man, did this not hit it for me. Interesting. Oh, we have, okay. we have uh, Adam Page talking about how Adam Cole started in 2008 and he wanted to shoot straight to the top. And now he wants the AEW title. He's not going to get it. He's not going to get it from him, but the entire, (laughs) the star of this portion. Yeah. Bobby fish. 
because they were sh- had the camera on Adam Cole, and they're just like, Adam Cole, you th- you you always go after everything, something like that. And then Bobby Fish, you just hear him in the background. You damn right, does. Yeah, of course he goes after every single line that Adam Page says. Bobby Fish has a retort that's the dumbest, most <laughs> Long Island. <laughs> he says at one point, like a hangman says something about burying, like burying him six feet under or something. And Bobby Fish just goes, you're a cowboy. You're a cowboy. <laughs> Honestly, Bobby Fish. Oh, 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 who, who, he kept saying, who are you kidding? He kept yeah. saying, who, who are you kidding? Who are you kidding? That should be his catchphrase. Yeah. I think we found something for Bobby Fish that's really going to stick. I, I've never been so happy. Like, but totally distraction. And uh, yeah. Adam Page. And, and this was, a. I honestly did not like this entire sequence after the, the win. Okay, that's fair. I, feel, I, I like the story, what you're saying with the story. Yeah. I like that. It's just like, man, can, so, can there be a producer on this? Like, can someone just like <laughs> talk to these people beforehand once? Just be like, hey, Bobby Fish, stop talking. Hey, maybe <laughs> not so many people going back and forth. Why did Adam Page need to even attack? Uh, uh, why did Cole even need to attack Page? Why? Right. It, uh, yeah. Why did Page have to come out in that manner? Like, it, it just felt like very clunky. Yeah, it it was. I think the the additional buckshot to O'Reilly was the only thing that I would have probably taken out. That's the only thing because that felt like it delayed it a little bit, and there needed to be a little more kind of roundabout. And I I understand that. I think, yeah, I don't know. This promo felt like a little flat for me. I didn't think it was Hangman's best work, but I thought it was good. But I think like. I just, you know, we've talked before about how Hangman, maybe this isn't his best title run. And maybe every week I see him with that title, it becomes more and more legitimate to me. He's still getting huge reactions. Like he's still like doing this like ultimate baby face stuff. And he's, you gotta think he beat Danielson and then he beat uh, Lance Archer, which is like whatever, but he's a monster in like a brutal, awesome match. And now he's going to fight Adam Cole in the main event of this pay-per-view, which might be, might be, which we can get into later the most star-studded, like, hyped card on paper ever. Yeah, this maybe. is on a, this may be, definitely in AEW history. There is, yeah. this is the, the most packed AEW show. Crazy. I think we could ever say. Absolutely um, insane. Yeah. Uh, and so there's, there's a lot of good coming out of this segment. It's just, I wish it was a little cleaner. Um, yeah. We, we have some comments here. Mo says, as soon as I'm done, I'll be in the real chat. As soon as you finish, get, get right back in here, Mo. Get in here. But also, We're jumping uh, in. Also, uh, what do y'all think of this beautiful new surroundings we have? Look at all that. You see all that? Look at all this yeah, fancy we're cleaning stuff. it up around Look here. Look at all this stuff. You see that? We're call the hotline. Call, call the hotline when you're ready. It's right there. Yeah. It's right there. And it's going to um, be there. It's going to be there. Look at all this fancy stuff. Thank you, Roy. Everyone give a hoot, hoot for Roy. Oh, come off. For it. doing such a good job. And also to Hannah Nance for yeah. the logo design at the bottom. Check out Hannah Nance's website. Yeah, HannahNance.com. Uh, I think it's called John Busey says, I like the hangman came out, but I didn't really follow what he said because yeah. <laughs> Bobby fish stole the fucking show. <laughs> it was hard. It was impossible to pay attention to anything else. Yeah. Uh, but let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. We get uh, Tony Schiavone with uh, uh, Brian Danielson in the back and they actually complete a real interview. This is a full interview yeah. with Brian Danielson. Um, and uh, he says that uh, he, uh, this is, they talk about Daniel Garcia and how uh, they see a lot of him. And he's like, you could be the best. And you're hanging out with 2.0. Yeah. 
<laughs> he could be hanging out with me and Mox. We were through Puyo. Uh, and uh, so he's just kind of throwing some shade and he's going to give Mox his answer tonight. Good way to, to get us hyped for the main yeah, event. hundred percent. Right? I mean, I think, yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta bring in the casual fan to the main event. Like yeah. people like us who have been watching a lot of AEW for a long time and watching dark and all of that. Like you see, you know, Daniel Garcia all the time, but you got to sell the casual fan on Daniel Garcia and give them something else to like wait for as well. Yeah, 100%. I'm going to read this real quick. Uh, team Taz, John says, Team Taz in the ladder match. Ricky and Keith on my TV. Dude. That's that's Texas so wrestling cool. right there. That's so Texas cool. wrestling. The best. And it's pretty exciting. Really exciting. Uh, inspire pro memory. Uh, like, yeah. uh, real, real positive stuff. If only Sammy um, was in the match too. And I believe John Buseman was at one point uh, in litigation against Keith Lee. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I forget who he's litigating. But uh, John Buseman... Uh, AKA Preston Morrow, uh, I believe has some pending lawsuits with either Mr. Ricky or uh, Keith Lee. Mr. Monday's um, lawyer. Yeah. Preston Morrow. And my lawyer, Mr. Monday, Red Jefferson's employer. But we have to move on because now we're getting to some real serious talk. Yeah. Some real serious talk. This is the most interesting part of the this show. Is this, this is it. This is it. This is it. If you want to tune out right after this part, remember this, you can't. <laughs> I might. <laughs> it's MJF comes out. NJF comes out and he cuts his own music. He cuts his own music. And he's just like, listen, I understand you're booing me. I'm not the easiest person in the world to deal with. I'm not the easiest person. And he likes CM Punk too. He loved CM Punk. And he loves pro wrestling. And I, I, I don't know if I should even go into the whole thing. Or should I just say the fact that he basically cut a baby face promo talking about his history where he was uh, on the football, he never fit in and he joined the football team and he's just the one of two Jewish guys on the football team. Or do you say the school of football team? Uh, but uh, crying out for the football team. Yeah. One of two Jewish guys. And he thought he found his friends and his, uh, all his people that there was people. And then they just say some terrible anti-Semitic stuff, calling them names and really kind of burying. They called him a Jew boy. Called, I'm Jewish. You're allowed to say. <laughs> I don't want to go say. Yeah, yeah, that's but, okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he, the saying these things, and he's trying to like strike a chord with the audience, and he's crying. He's emotional in the ring. The yeah. first time we're ever seeing MJF be emotional. First time we're seeing him ever be a person. And he talks about having learning disabilities and ADD and how high school is so hard. And then that was the night, that night that he had those quarters thrown at him. The football team had quarters in their hands. They threw them at him. That night, he was so distraught, but he went to go see Punk. And that Friday night, just another Friday night for Punk, was a great day because that changed him. And he found a purpose and all this stuff. And when CM Punk quit, that destroyed him. It took away everything. He's just like, well, I don't want to be like CM Punk. I'm better than you and you know it like really amazing stuff. Yeah. Before we move on with that feelings on the promo and where, where did you think it was going and where did it land for you? Um, I mean, this is, well, I have, I have a bias ultimately. Um, but this is, this is the best professional wrestling promo I've heard live maybe ever. Um, my bias though, is that, you know, I am Jewish and I also, you know, experienced similar things in high school, exactly what he described. I mean, swastikas on my notebook, being told to burn an ovens. Like I experienced all of that. So like, I really, it hit me 
on a personal level. So like, I do have a bias here, but just like the content, the, those specific things aside, AEW and MJF and CM Punk's approach to this is unlike anything I've ever seen in professional wrestling before. The ability to, he's not turning babyface by any stretch of the imagination. He's not. And at the end of the day, this isn't MJF's story. This is CM Punk's story. Because it's MJF saying like, there's all of these people out there when he quit originally who were like, I bought your house and like, I paid, I'm responsible for your success. Like me buying tickets and you're on all of that. But then there are the people like MJF at the time who were like, I, yeah, I was buying your shit, but like, I'm not going to harass you on the internet. I'm genuinely heartbroken that you left. And it really like had an impact on my life. And now you're going to have to face that head on against me. And then, I mean, we'll get to it, but like, Let's get, like, let's get into punk it. coming out so, was so, so like, punk, oh. punk comes out no music punk just r- walks out he gets in the ring and he's kind of staring at, at mjf and mjf can't make eye contact with him. mjf can't look him in the eyes he's crying he's crying he's but crying. He, he's but he's looking down like he can't look at him he can't even look at him in the eyes and then punk's just like is this real is this real and then, and then max uh, max and, and is MJF, this real and, and oh. mjf's just like well, yeah yeah, it's real. And then he just walks out of the ring, walks away up the, the ramp, and we're left with that moment there. Thunderous um, boo, too. The crowd, thunderous boo of him walking away. Yeah. And the thing about it, too, like, this is such a, like, an evolved baby face here. Like, in any other era, in any other promotion, the baby face comes out and makes fun of him to get a cheap pop. Like, this is this is real. They're taking this whole other approach and it's making us care on a whole other level that we never even considered. It's incredible. I have a theory. I have a theory, but let's read some uh, uh, comments here. Joe says, I haven't seen the MJF promo yet, but it sounds epic. Thanks for the overview, Red. Got to check it out. You're welcome, Joe. Mo (laughs) says the swerve was real as fuck. Punk is buying in. I'm not sure if it's a swerve. As much, well, I have a, I have a theory. I actually yeah. have a very uh, interesting theory. And I don't, actually, I'm not sure if we're on the same page, Bose, or not. We'll find out. Nassie says, Nassie Martinez, welcome to the chat. Thank you so much for coming. Nassie. MJ, MJF was making me tear up. Yeah, it was yeah. emotional. Absolutely. An emotional. Uh, when he said, uh, where are my Jews at? I like, You're like yeah. on my couch. I was like, <laughs> right here, baby. Because the other Hong thing Kong. about that, like as a Jewish wrestling fan, like there are, there are Jewish wrestlers, obviously, but the only people to ever point out their Judaism have like been yeah. Barry Horowitz, Colt Cabana, and MJF. That's it. Goldberg was <laughs> never came to the ring, you know, saying Mazel Tov or like whatever. Like no. it never happened. Uh, he did. He, uh, as a matter of fact, he started a movie called Santa's Slay. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> the only time he pointed out his Judaism when he was on the Man Show, <laughs> and, and Adam <laughs> Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel celebrated Hanukkah with Goldberg. As a nine-year-old, I was excited about that. That's pretty sweet. Uh, Joe, Joe writes, the best heels are the ones that you uh, that you can look at and say, I know you're a bad guy, but I can see why you think you're a good guy in every situation. My God, what a career this man is going to have. Yeah. Very good point. Very good. Very good point. Uh, John Buseman says, it's amazing. Layers and layers and layers. Yeah. I have an interesting layer yeah. that I wanted to pose to you. Go. Come on. Crackpot theory. This is controversial. This is controversial. And honestly... What is MJF? What is MJF like at the basis of his promo? What he said, he's like, I love wrestling. Yeah. I am obsessed with wrestling. 
watches every tape, practicing promos. And what, what has he shown us every single time he's been in the ring is that he is a heel as heel can get. Yeah. The heelest heel. And what does he have right now? Undefeated winning streak. Yeah. And he's facing punk. Imagine he uses his life story to tug on punk's heartstrings. Right. Is do we, is that what we think he's going for? Yeah, I do. I do. I think he's playing shit. head games. He's playing. He's he's what a monster. Yeah, <laughs> That's, yeah. I, mean, I I didn't know if they were going to go for honestly a portion of this. I was like, are, are they going to make him? Is this a slow, slow transition towards him being more of a face? But I think it's the exact opposite. I think it's for him to get the next level of heel where he has you just like McFoley says. You have to build them up first before you knock them down. Yeah. That's what he did with all of his promos. He makes you think he's going one way and he cuts your legs out. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I think is going to happen here. What are your thoughts on that? I agree. I mean, I, I don't know if it's as cut and dry as like the mind games aspect, but they're a hundred percent. Like I, I, I don't even know. Like my initial thought was like, okay, well next week there's going to be like punk's going to come out. He's going to drop his guard and MJF's going to get him. And that's going to set up the heat for, for the pay-per-view. But like, I don't even know if that's necessary. Not necessary. Not necessary. Honestly, a subdued MJF next week would be perfect. Yeah. A a subdued. And then that even him coming out to the ring for that pay-per-view, have him be subdued. And then somewhere in the middle, like, like, like punks just like want to shake his hand or or something, something happens uh, like towards the end of the match. And he, he takes advantage, something, something. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I just had a, uh, I just had a terrible thought. I had a, a very die up of what he does, what he could do. And I'm probably going to be, what if he hits him with a roll of quarters? Oh, sure. That sure. would be nuts. Yeah. That would be like such heat. That would yeah. be such disgusting heat. Yeah. Uh, Nasty Martinez, I remember that documentary where they went into his past and they found out he never made the football team. Maybe it's a swerve or that's just not in continuity. Interesting. Yeah, Very interesting. Possible. John Buseman, this pay-per-view is going to be insane. John. Moza immediately agrees. This pay-per-view just got great. Absolutely crazy. Very exciting stuff. Um, really I nice. can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Honestly, that was like the most dramatic AEW segment I've ever seen. It's incredible. And then this this other promo we're going to talk about in a little bit was just as incredible, but in a completely different way. Interesting. I can't wait to talk to you about uh, that. Oh we're, we're, a few, we're a few away from that, but let's get there. Uh, next up, we got to Tony Schiavone with 2.0 and Danny Garcia. And they don't want Brian Danielson to swoop in. They don't want to swoop in and no. take away their Danny Garcia. And Danny Garcia doesn't want to be swooped. No. Uh, so it's He's not going to happen. Um, oh, we also got some, what is this? Mo's <laughs> almost too many bouts. Uh, John Musman says, "Big Bubba Rogers, right hand." What is that a reference to? <laughs> Big Boss Man in WCW was Big Bubba Rogers, and he would do the quarters. Oh, he do the oh, did he, he use quarters? Did, he just the quarters. Yeah, sure. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. So um, did uh, who was it? Either David Flair, Reed Flair, or Ric Flair. One of them used the quarters on Eric Bischoff on Nitro to shave Eric Bischoff's head. Um, and Tedum Brown. Uh, McFoley's character, lead character Tatum, uses a roll of quarters to sock the jock in the face. Tatum, um, good name. That's right. I forgot swallowed, that he wrote that. 
Yeah, he swallowed the quarters too. Did you, is that a good book? Um, I remember liking it. Sure. It's heavy. Yeah. It's heavy. Um, moving on, moving on. We got um, Kings of the Black Throne versus Pack and the new the new Penta, Penta Oscuro. Oscuro. Uh, and it's very exciting. So, okay. So we have Kings of Black Throne coming out. They have their usual shtick, usual get up. We have Pack coming out alone, solo. Then we have Penta with this very elaborate entrance. Yeah. With Alex is is has got dressed in white face makeup and a red robe. He's Vampiro. He's going for Vampiro. That makes sense. Um, and they bring him out to the ring. What do you feel about that before we even get into this? I wish Pac had been a little more involved in the entrance. I know that like he kind of did the like gesturing to like come on out, like which was good. But I just wish it was more like Pac Dark and Penta Dark as well, you know. But I like it. I like it. In you know the thing that I really liked about it, and you know I know that you you feel this way about Penta is that he can kind of play to the audience a little too much. He gets kind of the same shtick like every time. That's gone. When he's Penta Oscuro, he's not playing to the crowd. He doesn't have the glove on. He's a wrestler, and he's more I, dangerous. Yeah. And that I like a lot. I just, I, I just think that there's a lot of characters with a similar character development. Oh, I've turned and now I'm evil. And there's just feels like a few of those right now. Maybe I'm thinking too much about it, but it was a good match. We do get a great tag team match. And I like these two teams together. Yeah, this is a really interesting thing because AEW doesn't do this like rematch thing often. And they're not even referencing it. But these two teams fought like two or three weeks ago in a match that was like, eh, that was fine. Yeah. And this one was better. This and was I'm hoping good. this leads to like, a blow off of some kind. I was joking in the LLW chat that it should be a six man graveyard match, but it kind of should be with the shovel and the mist and all the magic. Like, yeah, have them fight in a cinematic match. Oh, I can't wait to get to that shovel. Uh, but we get uh, the ending of the, uh, the ending of the match. We get uh, Penta stopped Malachi black from spewing out. Oh, his, his yeah. I stuff, love that. Swallows it starts spazzing out. Yeah. And we get a, a roll up uh, with Penta winning against Malachi black. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Malachi swallowed the mist, which I thought would cause a bigger stir or a bigger reaction. I thought so really, too. It did nothing. It just he well, and also he just kind of got up. He was like, he "I'm in pain up. now. I'm okay." Then he drank some water, and yeah. he was like, he "Okay, now I'm water. really good." <laughs> that, it was just like I'm, I'm like, why did they even use that? Why yeah. did they use that as a thing? Because I thought this was supposed to be poison. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, he just swallowed poison. He just swallowed poison. <laughs> He was choking and struggling and Brody King's just beating the shit out of these two guys and paying zero attention to his tag team partner dying. And then he grabbed Malachi Black, grabbed a shovel, walked over to Penta <laughs> and he's about to cut his head off with the shovel. He raised it above his head and he was yeah. about to cut his head off on TV. <laughs> and then and then the lights go out. And JR hated this. <laughs> oh, the lights go out. They just keep going out. No one's paying the bill. He gets very upset. Very upset. And then uh, uh, the lights go out for a while. Buddy Matthews is now yeah. in the ring. Yeah. Huge reaction, by the way. Huge reaction for Buddy Matthews. And he's Which like staring. This? He's staring down Malachi Black. And Excalibur is just like, oh, there's a history between these two. They had done a lot of stuff together. And, uh, they're going to do things. And uh, then uh, he attacks Pac and Penta. And uh, Malachi orders him around a bunch. Why did he stop him from cutting his head off if he's team Malachi? Yeah, it's, a good, it's messy. 
Buddy Matthews dumb. is the practical one in the group. He's like, hey, guys, we could cut this guy's head off, but maybe but... we could just punch him a little bit. <laughs> Come on. That's funny. Let's go. Well, he's not that practical. Then he face stomped him into a chair. Um, yeah, right. right. Yeah, he's like, so I can just do that. He won't uh, die. Brody took out some security too, which was pretty which cool. Which was pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good cool. stuff. Yeah. But an interesting segment, A lot, too much going on in it. There's a lot Way happening. too much. But I liked it. Uh, honestly, I don't think Buddy Matthews should appear the same night Penta Oscuro appears. Like, give it some space. Let one be special. Yeah. You know, yep. there's just, sure, there's just sure. a lot of cramming. Uh, we have <laughs> yeah. some comments in here. Um, Moses, I tried to call in. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, you call the hotline. Leave a message on the hotline. I don't think we should do live call-ins. It just doesn't work. It just well, doesn't I, work. I don't know if it works. We're going to find a way. We're going to find a way. We're going yeah. to find a way. The weekly wrestle. The weekly wrestle. We're, we're going to figure it out. Um, where, we, where are we? Uh, John Buseman, there were a lot of quarters in WCW. There sure were a were. lot of quarters. That's yeah. how they got paid. Uh, Mo says Penta did zero crowd actions. Uh, that's good. Yeah, which that was cool. Good. Uh, it feels John different. Buseman, John Buesen says, drinking water is not evil. Drinking <laughs> water is for nerds. <laughs> Go, John. Um, Nasty Martinez, the black mist is evil juice, so if he drinks it, he's fine. I guess if he's already evil, you can't become more evil. Yeah, I guess so. And there's probably so. like a limit. It's probably like having too much uh, vitamin C. You just pee it out. <laughs> yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. Um, John Buesen, <laughs> Junior's brains are filled with barbecue sauce. And oh, they JR. are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i also love by the way like a real quick little thing so buddy matthews is in the ring and like they've done the beat down and the three of them are standing tall in the middle of the ring and then the lights go out again because it's just part of their exit and when the lights go out again tony's like oh god like he's so <laughs> scared he gets spooked so hard i that's why like tony is oblivious to everything that's going on around him but in the best possible fun grandpa way and JR is just miserable. Angry, miserable. Hates it all. Uh, and Moe's agrees with uh, John about the uh, brains of barbecue sauce. Joe writes, too many wrestlers threatening opponents with decapitation lately. <laughs> Drew with his sword. Oh, Drew McIntyre tried to chop someone in half uh, yeah, on right. SmackDown recently or whatever. Can someone be arrested for attempted manslaughter just once? Um, Pac is going to show up with Preston, Turn- Preston Morrow next week. Yeah, press charges honestly we have to get honestly if we could get john an aw dark that would be a big like just a, someone's someone's lawyer i want to get him up there um yeah. and by the way just making sure I, I noticed something and it seems like uh i, I kind of let you guys off easy because i was using the honor system but the fact that none of you the two of you though no, i won't even say the number y'all should be liking this more <laughs> i was being nice by not bringing it up but it seems like i have to it seems like yeah. you have to press the light. Gotta bring it up. Gotta bring, you it, gotta up. bring it up. Um, but yeah, so we got that. Malachi's got a new buddy uh, with him, and uh, it's uh, very exciting for the, the Kings of the Black Throne. Um, I do say that Buddy Murphy do- or Buddy Matthews needs to get better, different tights. Needs to fit the feet. He can't have those flowy gladiator hands. Yeah, sure. Take away the white, at least. Yeah. But let yeah, them be it- different, you know? It'd be, it'd be different, tights. but patent, patent leather flowy things are no good. Nazi, uh, Nazi writes, uh, those guys are actually pressing charges for getting beat down backstage in MLW. Wait, what? Tell me more. Tell me more, Nazi. Uh, Mo says, dogs, this was a packed episode. Yo, You're damn right. It sure was. We have some packed. more to cover. 
We have uh, two. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Nessie, you can't tell me what to do. I'm a dislike now. No, oh, Nessie, no. Nessie, take it Nessie, easy. Please, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we need these uh, likes, I'm dog. So sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I can't can't say it enough. Do not dislike. Uh, <laughs> moving on, we're gonna go to another segment. Uh, okay. It's the Eddie Kingston Jericho <laughs> confrontation. Uh, and I have a feeling they were both given different notes about what this was supposed to do. Yo, come on now. Come on. This was one of the most disjointed. I need this to end segments. No way. I've seen in a while. No way. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Well, so let's no talk way. about it. First thing, the security guards already in the rig, which was dumb. <laughs> I uh, love that, but Eddie Kingston calls it out for being dumb. No, I know. I, I agree. I agree. He calls out the things for being dumb, but when you call out things that you're actively participating in and abiding in dumb, and then like respect them, then it, you look dumb. <laughs> you know, that's kind of being like that's well, that's kind of like a wrestler going to the ring saying wrestling's fake. I'm gonna have a match. <laughs> no, like, no, 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 no. Like, it's, yeah, keep going, keep going. It's well, the it's I, the world. It's a scenario where you're in. Play into it a little bit. I don't know. But either way, Jericho comes out and Eddie at Jericho, honestly, I, he arranged for the guards to be there and Eddie keeps interrupting, but uh, uh, make fun of, uh, and he made fun of women's wrestling at one point, no, which was weird. He didn't, who made fun of women's wrestling? Uh, well, he didn't make fun of women's wrestling. He just totally disregarded the women's wrestlers. Uh, it, well, it, it, in the moment, he's just like, what do we have in the segment for? Why are we confronting each other for? Why would you, uh, Tony, Tony, why don't you send out Chris Statlander and uh, yeah. Willow, Willow, whatever her name is out here. That he match. said Willow Nightingale, first of all. Second of all, he's saying that because he's saying he'd rather see women's wrestling than participate in this segment. I, it just, it felt uh, dismissive. It felt dismissive. Maybe he didn't mean it that way, but it felt dismissive. Uh, so either way, we get Jericho telling the story of Eddie Kingston. And he's just like, when I first saw you, you look like a jobber. Honestly, Jericho in the first portion of this ripped him apart. Jericho. Ripped, ripped, this is, the, uh, but Jericho rips him apart, said Eddie would be a, a big baby face. He'd mentioned baby face for some reason. Uh, and, but he's jealous of Jericho because he got this when he was 38. When he was 22, he was in the position he's in right now. All that stuff. And then he kind of hands it off uh, to Kingston. And Kingston has nothing to say. Yeah. Kingston, I know, perfect. He's like, I- I'm keeping it real. Um, it's perfect. He mumbles I a bunch. It. He messes yeah. up words. Uh, yep. uh, he, he, he said, my heart don't pump Kool-Aid. Yeah. My heart don't pump Kool-Aid, you bloodsucker. Um, yeah. And then he said, makes fart noises at one point. <laughs> um, uh, the Jerick, but then like the, neither one knows how to end. So they just keep going. So then Jericho says, you know, uh, uh, you're achievophobic and your uncle yeah. and father are failures and you're a failure. This is great. And, and I would have liked, I thought that's where it should have ended. If Eddie hit him, Eddie's this mm-hmm. tough guy that doesn't want to be disrespected. And for some reason, he's getting literally like Jericho keeps going into his face, touching his chest, being like, you're a failure. Your father and uncle are failures. I heard your story. He didn't, and he's like, he Don't didn't go touch there. it. When he said Don't that, he there. backed up. When Jericho was saying that, Jericho started backing up because he knew. But keep, keep, keep finish, finishing that. And then, and then, and then it just, I just wrote at one point, this segment won't end. Uh, that Jericho kept saying fear of success. They're going to have a match at the pay-per-view, which is the reason why we're here. What did you like about this? Tell me your Everything. thoughts. Okay, I loved go. everything about this. Okay, 
first of all, Jericho is at home now. Jericho's been wandering, lost out in the world in little baby face land for a long time. And he's back home now and he's great. He's a piece of shit and it's perfect. First of all. Second of all, this is Eddie Kingston's perfect opponent and perfect storyline. I'm not disagreeing with any of that. Third of all, this was a segment. Let's 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 drill down into here. Okay. Eddie Kingston's he's the king of all. Hey, partner. Like I can out talk anybody. I'm a master talking and that, 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 that. But every single person that he's ever feuded with has never attacked him in this way. Jericho Kingston sees Jericho as everything that Jericho sees himself as. So Kingston doesn't have these fire comebacks. He doesn't have all these intelligent things to say. It's like the college educated versus, you know, the bricklayer. That's literally the story they're telling. Jericho's high and mighty. Kingston's this working class underdog who's trying to overcome things. And he's got nothing to say because Jericho's right. And Kingston knows Jericho is right. And all he can do is fight him and prove him wrong. That's the only way to do it. So Jericho, Kingston's trying to keep up, but he can't. And he knows that he can't, which is why he just keeps trying to fight him. But he won't touch him because he's Jericho's in Kingston's head. And Kingston knows it, but he's not going to let him show it. He's going to just have to fight him and overcome this at the pay-per-view. So, yeah, he doesn't have all these witty comebacks because they're not the same person. They're not on the same level. And Kingston knows that. And he has to rise up to Jericho's level and he has to find it somewhere inside of him. That's what I got from this. I felt like I was watching an improv set where no one edited and they just didn't know when to go home. That's wrong. And And you know, you know, it felt like this. It felt like like Jericho was a stand-up. And Eddie Kingston never did improv before. And so Jericho goes in with all his thoughts laid out and he spews them out as soon as he gets in there. And he's just like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I kind of don't know why I'm here. Someone told me to come out here and I want to fight. Like it just felt so, uh, honestly, I like Eddie Kingston in promos. I like, I think he can do really great promos. I think he went out here. With, I think he goes out there with a plan. I think when he went out there with Cody, he had a plan of what he was going to say. Not necessarily like written out, but he had an idea of where he was going to go. I think his best things are when he has a little bit of time to think of it. He gets so flustered that he doesn't know how to speak anymore. When he's, when he's nervous, he gets flustered and he starts spewing out word vomit. And I think this was a, a, bad, a, bad, like a bad way to showcase that. I think it was perfect. I think it was perfect. Man, let's, let's I read do. some of these comments. And you know what's funny, though? Real noise, quick, before you, before you read this, you know who I was thinking of this entire promo was Joe. Because Joe doesn't like Kingston. And I, I was would, like, Joe's going to hate this. But I, if you just really, if you really look past what they're saying and what it all means underneath the words, you have to love Kingston. Like, you have to love the but, underdog story that they're telling here. Uh, uh, no, the story's great. Let, let's talk about this. Um, well, a lot of things here. Um well, let's get to the part. Mo says you can't threaten death. It's a fatal flaw that we're talking about uh, Malachi Black a little bit. Upvote now. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, John Buseman uh, says disagree, dog. I think this is where we're going to get to yeah, this. Dog. Um, Nasi says I looked it up. I forgot the names of the guys involved. Uh, Bame Fight Club apparently pressed charges on Tank Tankman and MLW. Oh, Calvin we're Tank. Have to look at. We're going to have to figure, find more about yeah. that. Maybe talk about the news. Um, John Buseman says, but Jericho requested the security. Exactly. Good point. Good point, John. Exactly. Uh, no, I, it, but it, fine. Such I'll a heel that. move. I'll, I'll, I'll allow that. I don't care about the security that much. Nasi uh, says, Eddie saying, what's a baby face killed me? 
Uh, yeah, that was fun. I think it was stupid for Jericho to be using insider terms. I hate that. Yeah. We both hate that, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, we're finding common ground. I'm trying to find common ground with you so you don't hate me. Uh, hate John Beeson says, he said he'd rather see wrestling rather uh, than do this. And yeah, it's specifically I, I, women's wrestling. Yeah, but the way he said it, it just came up. I, I just, it's every, just how Eddie talks. No, I know. Everything ju- uh, he said in this came came off rough. You just, I, honestly, so I would- we should all watch it again. We should do a watch along. And the whole uh, thing with sports entertainment, he's like, this is sports entertainment. And like, I don't want to see this. I want to fight you. Like that plays into who he is. And that plays into this like caveman mentality that he has, but that's how he has to survive. No, no, but he hasn't gotten the chance to go to these institutions and I, be part of these institutions and learn how to sports entertain. He just knows how to wrestle. But he tried to do it in there. He's just like, you. I want to see the Jericho, blah, blah. I want to see the Jericho, blah, blah. I want to see the Jericho, the Paulo Vecco, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, sure. There's that little The the thing is like, and he did it in a bad way. Like he wants to do it like that. I think he had an idea of what he was going to do. And he got flustered when he was out there and he forgot half of it. And that's because he forgot it. Because he forgot, Jericho didn't get his cue. So he kept saying the same thing over again. Jericho kept saying the same thing, waiting to get a cue to end it. And he was like, it was Jericho said the same thing three or four times in a row after Eddie Kingston breaks. Uh, it was pretty nuts. I um, will say, I will say Kingston is better when he's in the ring by himself than when he has to go back and forth yes, with someone. A hundred percent. I will say that. I, I, I think will, we can agree on that. I will Kingston, that. Uh, John says Kingston doesn't respect Jericho and that infuriates Jericho. Jericho backed up every time Eddie stepped up, made sense to not go at all because there are guards there. Yeah. Um, it doesn't they're just honestly, gonna break it up it just it felt it felt very like jericho was like berating him and like uh, making like literally making a child out of him and eddie's just like don't you better watch what you say and never backed it up with anything um mo says i feel like where did i scoot to i feel like we we're going to get a hook buy-in uh like a buy-in match for hook at the pay-per-view which is cool that'd be great oh, that, that, that's a good that'd be great john buson says team roy of Thank course you. uh joe says i agree with jericho kingston is a jobber yeah, okay right. joe joe it's you're correct. going too far off you're going too far you're going Incorrect. q with this you're going q uh, we i'm getting into like a kingston mode when joe hates on kingston all i want to do is like joe why are we talking why ain't we fighting dog <laughs> you guys are gonna fight moses are we ready to start that now i'm not sure what you're referring to um, because we, I, I would love to be able to read these in real time one day. <laughs> uh, Kingston has to lose that revolution though, right? Um, Re- uh, Jericho versus Kingston? I hope not. Gosh, that's really interesting. I was thinking about that right now. I, I don't know. Oh, by the I way, that's non, uh, that. nonchalance invasion. Thank you so much, nonchalance. Yeah, nonchalance. Invasion. What's happening? Nonchalance invasion. Thank you so much for joining. Um, but we, yeah, I'm not, I don't know. I think Kingston's winning. Right? I hope so. I don't know. I, I think it, it, at some point Kingston's got to start winning. Like it has to happen. He's lost enough big he's matches. Gotta, where he's got to win at some point. Uh, Moe sent us something, then retracted it. I see. Joe writes Jericho taking drunk Eddie to school. He's not drunk, Joe. He's just full. He had a pepperoni pizza before he came out. Moe says Red Kingston AW 2023. Uh, red Kingston AW champ. Oh, no, you're saying uh, hashtag red Kingston AW champ. I want Kingston to be champ. Oh I like, boy. Oh, oh, don't get me wrong. I am not tears, trying to tears, say I'm anti Kingston. I'm not anti Kingston. I'm not saying that. I'm not thinking, I don't think you are Kingston. I just think you're anti Kingston in this segment. Yeah, I'm definitely anti Kingston in this segment. Um, I think uh, Joe writes, I think most Kingston promos are word vomit. All kidding aside, I like a very traditional wrestler and promo. 
uh, that, that ain't Kingston. Kingston. Good, uh, good that you like it though. Very. That's uh, true. I, well, no, that's a beautiful thing. That's, I that's wish our political say, system Joe. can come uh, yeah. cross aisle like that. Yeah. Beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, Nasi writes, uh, the whole fight me thing didn't work here. It didn't feel justified. Yeah. It didn't. It's just one of those things. Again, like, let's Nassi, think about this. Nasi with a dunk right there. When someone is getting eviscerated, like, I don't know. I'm I'm on I know Kingston's you. side. One of the thing is, and one I'm of the on thing Kingston's is, side. You, if someone were doing that to you, you'd scratch their eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, not- like, if they're just saying like your brother, your mother, your sister, yeah. your mother, like all your family, you would lose it. And that's what we want from Kingston. That's what everyone wanted from Kingston in that moment, just yeah. to sock him. And the thing is, because he didn't sock him, it made him look like a weenie. In front of everyone. But that's and that's the thing. That's why I relate to Kingston because it's like if I'm in a situation where someone's just verbally eviscerating me and I start to get like real like fidgety and don't have a good comeback, I'll just go to like, well, why don't you fucking fight me then? Let's go. You want to fight? Let's fight. And I think Kingston was kind of doing that, but like, yeah, you're right. He didn't attack. But again, there's security guards who was trying to keep his composure, etc. So I don't know. We have S in here. S, I haven't I haven't watched the show yet, but there is no way Eddie was bad. Red's wrong. I don't even need to watch the segment to know Red is S, wrong on this. S, leave a voicemail. Leave a voicemail. Leave a voicemail. S, I want to know what you think about this yeah, segment. S, leave, leave a, a voicemail. voicemail. Uh, leave some voicemails for us. We want those voicemails. And hit, hit that smash and like button. Yeah, do that too. Yeah, do that too. Um, John Buson says, you thought Eddie's string at the end was bad? Eddie's string. Where he said the thing, I don't want this Jericho. I don't want the, I loved that he said, I don't want the mimosa match Jericho. I love that he said that. Yeah, no, that's no, bullshit. So bring I'm, it. I'm fine with that little nugget. If that was the nugget we got, but there was five minutes on either side of not that. <laughs> that was the only good part of what he said. And that was the only part he thought of beforehand. I also think he, that's the he only was, part he thought of. Beforehand. He was trying to, handle it the way a normal like in-ring segment would handle it because no, traditionally if eddie's talking to someone in a promo he's cutting them off he's talking over them he's being really disrespectful but he wasn't this time so i think he had too much time to think so he was losing his train of thought and he was just like ah, i got so much to say i don't know where to go and i i, I relate to that i think they have to start treating like, they have to treat him differently he's very special and sp- like alone in the ring or at ba- uh, backstage interviews mm-hmm. or a uh, uh, video packages where you get to have it right up on his face. These there's type of things be, he gets flustered. Yeah, there's um, be more of that. Nasty says, if he was able to curse, I feel, I feel like he would do more. Uh, not sure. Where he, I think he's able to curse. Oh, he's you able think, to curse like, a little he's bit. He's not able to uh, like, mother yeah. effer. Yeah. Um, Mo says, I'm team red tonight. So far, wink. What does that mean? <laughs> Why are you taking it back? Why are you putting an asterisk on this? Let's just be team red sometimes. Uh, then S wrote something, but retracted it. Classic. Uh, he S wrote, why aren't you reading my comment? But you read his comment. Oh, that's what you wrote? Of course I read your comment. Yeah. Um, uh, nonchalance Invasion says, hey, guys, doesn't he hey. need to go through some? Hi. Does he need to go through some kind of character change before it makes sense for him to start winning? Um, nonchalance Invasion, this might be it. This might be the char- honestly, like, Maybe not is- even a character change, but some he needs to get over some type of mental hump. And Jericho could represent that mental hump. If he beats Jericho, that could be what he needs to turn him in the direction of a champion, et cetera. Yeah, we'll see. Nasi the writes, uh, if he just stayed quiet, he would come off cooler instead of word vomiting. You're damn right, Nasi. I understand that, right. Nasi, but also Kingston's I think Nasi's not team cool. Red. 
Kingston what? isn't cool. Like he's not supposed to be like a cool, calm, collected baby face. He's like a living on the edge of a lightning bolt, gonna have a mental breakdown at any moment kind That's of. That's why he should have fought. We're gonna find out. <laughs> you want to kill me right now? You're like, this is your head, Red. Uh, most smash, smash like smart move. You should smash like too. That's smart. That's good business. Uh, Joe writes, uh, Red is right. At the end of the day, this is a predetermined TV show. I haven't seen the show yet, but based on the recap here, Eddie screwed up and missed his cues. Hmm, there uh, seems to be some home cooking there in those comments. <laughs> Joe writes, if Eddie can't do promos in the ring with folks, that is a problem. I guess that he's special, but come on. Hold on. Hold on, Joe. Hold on. Joe is just Not, you're, anti-Eddie. You're anti-Eddie. Because the thing is, like, different people are better at different things. Brock Lesnar, before recently, while he was great in those backstage video packages, you put him out in the ring, he looked like a baby about to well, poop himself. <laughs> I've watched his baby face promo on Monday. They're not very good, but he's, They're getting you know, he's got some enthusiasm. He's got enthusiasm, though. <laughs> it's exciting. Did you uh, see that clip real quick? Did you see that clip of, like, he goes up to a little kid in the front row, and he's pointing at the belt, and he's like, hey, look at my belt, touch my belt. And the kid's like... And then he grabs uh, the kid's hand and is like making the kid touch his belt. It's so funny. <laughs> that is very funny. Watch Strong on baby face Brock. Oh, that's so good. Nasty writes, I think you're being a little harsh, Joseph. Uh, usually, uh, usually he's pretty good. They use Joseph. That's pretty big. Um, uh, he's usually pretty good. The last month, Chris Jericho cut one of the worst promos I'd ever seen. One of the worst that wasn't racist or something that is just plain boring. Yeah, no, Jericho yeah. had a pretty, this was Jericho's, the first part was part of Jericho's best work. Yeah. Honestly. But then they got in the rambling stages. But like that first part where he's just like, you look like a jobber. This you look it. like an idiot. Like this yeah. is where he says that thing. And he said it, and it's true that he didn't know who Eddie Kingston was. I also this little like subtle jab at Cody. Did you hear that one? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Like what's his name? Pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Um, uh, John Buson says, Joe, watch the show. Joe says, yeah, but Brock is beyond special in the ring. Plus, WWE saw his weakness and gave him the promo god that is Heyman. Well, well, but, like, but <laughs> sure, but but like like we said, like there's he's special at specific things. Everyone's special at their own special thing. No one's perfect. No one's perfect. But also, Joe, like I'd be curious to know. And I, I, I this isn't like a jump on Joe thing, by the way, Joe. I'm beyond grateful you, that you watch this and that you're commenting and you're interacting with this. This is what makes this show great. What we're doing here is that we get to talk to everybody and have these conversations. But. Have you never seen an Eddie Kingston promo that you liked? Because if that's true, I got to send you some. We got to talk we should, backstage. We should find, like, we, we, that's a good idea. I think we should uh, put it on Twitter. Yeah, put him on Twitter. We'll, 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 we'll balance out Kingston his poor performance tonight with some good ones he used to do. <laughs> that was great. It was just different, but it was great. Uh, but uh, yeah, so but very interesting. Honestly, even though I hated the segment, uh, it was interesting. Uh, but I will say it went on way too long way too long cut that shit in half that was okay. 15 that was 15 minutes it should have been seven i don't know i don't seven know minutes. i liked it i liked it i i liked it i just liked it i'm excited for this match it's the first match jericho's been involved in that i'm excited about in about a year if not more yeah well well we'll see where it goes we're we're uh, i'm excited for the match i'm excited for the feud i'm excited for the match this was a little hiccup in my brain but i see where you're coming from and i'm not trying to negate you I understand. And I I'm validate to, your feelings. And I'm trying, I'm not trying to invalidate yours. I understand where you're coming from. I get it. I the just, emotional, the emotional intelligence on the show. It's crazy. It's really you're, wild. Let, let I'm also not this. trying to invalidate Joe's feelings either. Joe, I get it. I understand it. And I respect you. I'm just, you know, coming at you with my, my right viewpoint. 
I want everyone to know if you invalidate a single person's feelings on this <laughs> chat, I don't want to hear a single, a single microaggression, not one. All right. None of that. Right. Um, Joe says he has his moments, but at the end of the day, I don't like his style. I don't think that's going to change unless you show me a completely different promo type from him. We'll show you that's some fair. things, Joe. We'll, we'll see. It. Yeah. Uh, but moving on, we get uh, Matt Hardy in the back. Dog. When the most production riddled issue, production issue riddled segment I've ever seen. They oh. had Matt Hardy with Andrade in the House of Hardy, whatever they called it. Yeah. And they're chatting backstage <laughs> and they're talking about some not. I have no idea. Yo, no clue. I have no idea what they're talking about there. There's a match and then he wants Isaiah Cassie being in it, but they had music playing in it. They showed clips, flashes of, of different people wrestling during the middle. Like, yeah. like they, were, they forgot that this is like a backstage <laughs> thing, not a video package. It was very confusing. Um, did you, I, what, did you get I, anything from that? Did you see, so after Hangman hit Kyle O'Reilly with the buckshot lariat and the three of them are on the ramp and Bobby Fish is being hilarious, Kyle O'Reilly has this face the whole time, this like face because mm-hmm. he just got hit with the buckshot so he's concussed. That's how I felt in this segment. I had I was just so confused. They, they announced a match for the pay-per-view, but I have no idea what the match is and who's fighting. It's a trios something. Yes, it's like it's a, a trios, trios tornado. A match. Tornado, the first ever tornado trios right. match. And I have no idea who's in it. If anyone knows, let us know. It's Sting, Darby Allen, and Sammy versus three members of the Hardy Andrade coalition. And I don't know who. I think Andrade and maybe Private Party. I have no idea. It's somebody no sense. help me. We, we have some comments here. Uh, Joe says, again, I give him credit for being different than most. And then he writes, the show is canceled. Well, <laughs> <laughs> John Buseman says, every AHFO, honestly, that is the worst acronym. Yeah, <laughs> That's so, so that does many not flow. AHFO words. segment makes no sense. Matt Hardy yeah. is, ma- most says Matt Hardy's making clowns of everything he touches. Um, it's just getting increasingly, increasingly more batshit to set up for the return of Jeff Hardy and the Hardy Boys, and hopefully the, the dispansion of this horrible stable. I've never seen someone with such confidence in a gimmick that doesn't work. Yeah, Mal Hardy is so confident in this money mat gimmick, where yeah. he's very loud. I wouldn't say charismatic, but loud and very like it's just it doesn't make any sense. I it just it feels like such a. Like, I just wish he'd save this energy for something else, but yeah. he is, he mm-hmm. is where we're getting to. John Buson says, Andrade and Private Party, I think it was very unclear, the unclear. Mo says, This three way of Red Dragon, JE, and Young Bucks, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, Jungle Express, and Young Bucks. Oh, that's yeah. what the three way is going to be. It's probably, probably going to be that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it probably will be. Um, but yeah, uh, we had that. So let's just move on. We don't, we can't, yeah, I think that's the right move. But next, we get the face of a revolution qualifier. Uh, Ricky Starks versus 10. And what I saw, wait, what do yeah. you think? Well, I was going to say I was really nervous about this match. I was nervous about this match. I, I'm, it was a little slow. Yeah. I didn't pay a ton of attention to this. It was a, it was a little match, slow, and I kind of felt a little zony outy during it. But yeah. uh, the, the finish was he gets uh, 10 gets him in the master lock um and he <laughs> said master lock i was hoping to make pretty it good up. it's chris master pretty good uh, but he gets what's him in the, the what's it called the hurt lock now with bobby lashley's move it's a hurt lock, hurt lock. I, it's just begging to be called the hurt locker 
Why aren't you just calling him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's a Did Marine like, or a SEAL yes. or something, right? He looks like it. Did you like Chris Masters' like whole gimmick of getting out of the move? You liked oh, that? I loved it. Oh, I yeah. loved it. Yeah. What a great move. Because one of the things is, I just love, because like, it's just a story for his move. You know, it doesn't always have to be a story about you. It doesn't have to be a story about where you're from or what character does or what your job is. It could be about your move. Like the yeah. DDT is just like, well, you're asleep now. That's the right. thing with the DDT. Dog, there's this one spot, by the way, that I just want to first quickly touch on that I forgot about in the Battle Royal where I don't remember who it was either. It was Kyle O'Reilly. It was Dax Harwood. And maybe it was Trent. I don't know. But they all exchanged like flippy, like kicks and all these things. And then Dax got involved. And rather than do some like high spot kick, he just like fakes him out with a punch and DDTs him. And it's like so perfect. Yeah. It was such a perfect little spot. I just wanted to touch on that. Dax Harwood, incredible. Awesome. Awesome. As a singles too. Oh, Um, yeah. Really great. Um, We have some comments here. Um, Can we bring back, uh, Joe writes, can we bring back Mattitude? Always a fan of that. Love Mattitude. Um, I love it in doses. I don't think it works anymore. He's I old. think it's better. Yeah, that's fair. But I like it. I liked, he was the first person that I can remember that ever did like the special graphics coming to the ring. And I loved that shit. Oh, Matt nice. Hardy always felt, well, cause he had what the goal, but I'm talking about like the, no, the, the, the bars, oh, the movie bars. Interesting. Interesting. Good call out. Good oh, call. NWO went black and white. I guess so. I guess so. The X so. split in the screen from them. To, <laughs> I I've never I've never hated DX more than right now. But I will say, so real quick, aside, a quick aside. Uh this Friday, GCW in California, X Pac making his return to the ring. I'm gonna be there. You're gonna be there? I'm gonna be at GCW on Saturday. On Saturday, but not on Friday? What's Friday? Is it Friday? It Friday and Saturday, yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Oh, I'm going to shit myself. Uh, moving on. We got Mo saying, uh, hashtag red. John Busa says he's getting more erratic. He was doing the delete to smart Mark during the commercial break in Bunny Jade. Uh, oh, we'll get to that. Uh, yeah. John Busa says, Ricky. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, Mo says, 10 not winning was not what I thought. Big beefy boys. Uh, Nasty says, I liked his multiple personality gimmick thing. He should have done that until Jeff came. Uh, yeah. yeah, honestly, should have. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I, I think this was. Did you also feel that Ten was going to win this to keep up with the big beefy boy theme running through this ladder match? I'm so glad they didn't do that. Honestly, I'm thrilled. I don't oh, want thrilled. Keith Lee in this match, but I, I I'm fine with him being in it. I just want to save him versus Powerhouse Hobbs down the line. I well, yeah. See, I, I think see, that's going to happen pretty quick. I want to. I want to get. I want to see all the things he could do with these little guys throwing them around and then yeah. a few months down the line saying like, Oh, what the fuck would he do with a big guy? Yeah. Um, I understand that. I understand but uh, that. I'm glad that they're cutting down on the beef a little bit and getting yeah. some Ricky Starks in there. And honestly, it's going to tell a good story with Ricky and uh powerhouse. Yeah. And this is, I mean, Ricky deserves to be on a fucking pay-per-view already. I think this is Ricky's time. It's time. It's time. It's, Ricky's time. it's time. I think we need it. Um, uh, like the most popular. he should. Yeah, we already got that. And excellent. So, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Ricky Starks wins uh, and uh, we're happy for it. We're happy for it. Slow match. We but sure I are. 10 for that. Yeah, well, 10's, you know, 10's 10. 10's 10. I like the 10's um, doing the 10, though, now. Is he doing the 10 thing? Yeah, he's doing Spears the 10 thing. Spears must be pissed. Um, <laughs> next up, we get the Young Bucks confronting Red Dragon. And again, 
Bobby Fish shines. Yeah. I don't know what how much coffee he had beforehand, <laughs> but I've never seen the man more alive. He's just like, what? You're trying to you're trying to pick on me? I'm gonna beat you up. And he's just like, you're being Eddie Kingston right now. You're being a better Eddie Kingston than Eddie Kingston right now. You're out yeah. Kingstoning Eddie. Yeah, I was looking for my dog for a second. I'm sorry. Oh, that's oh, fair. Over there. Okay, good. But uh, like, yeah, she he was great in the segment, and uh, yeah, I mean, we'll just see where this goes. I like just, that Kyle calls Brandon Landon. I think yeah, that's funny. That is fun. I just don't want to acknowledge Brandon after. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mo says beefy boys versus baby arms. <laughs> that's a <laughs> beefy boys versus Adam Cole. Uh, Mo says, can we disagree the FTW title is not real? It is tangible, which makes it's, it real. Yeah. yeah, it definitely I mean, exists it, in our plane. But it's you know, it's also not real at the same time. It's not it's of just, any value. Is any title really a value? Well, hold. Let's. Yes, I like to pretend as if these titles mean something. Because what's the point title? of wrestling without it? Not the FTW, but the AEW Championship does mean something. FTW title only has three championships over the course of thirty years, Roy. <laughs> There's only been yeah, three champions. Look at this over has, thirty has years. This, like a 17-year champ there, pal. Pretty impressive. There's been four champions. Who? Uh, Taz, Sabu, Brian Cage, and Ricky oh, Starks. Oh, Sabu won. Sabu right. like, took it out of the garbage and put a piece of tape over Taz's name. Yes. That's pretty good. Um, uh, John Busey says, Fish was great tonight. Uh, Mo says, my daughter ju- uh, just got turned by Fish. Hell yeah. What does that mean? Turned like, by turned fish. into a wrestling fan? <laughs> Because of Bobby Fish. Imagine all the fans that Hook and Fish are going to be bringing in. John (laughs) Buseman says, FTW is real. John Buseman, Taz made it. It's real. Team Red. (laughs) All the titles are the same. (laughs) That's my point. Um, But yeah, we get that. Uh, Next up, we're getting a a Jade versus Bunny match. Uh, And uh, Bunny does not get an entrance um, because they don't feel that the title match is very important. Uh, and uh, they, Jericho needed to ramble for an extra three minutes. Uh, so they couldn't give Buddy an entrance, which is a shame. Uh, yeah. But uh, Benny, Bunny did seem pissed about it. And they immediately go into commercial break. About it. Yeah. yeah and uh, they yeah. immediately go to commercial break. But when we get back, it was actually a pretty good match. Yeah. I uh, mean, you look, Allie, Allie the Bunny, I mean, she's been wrestling for 10, 15 years. I mean, she's the type of people who sh- Jade should be in the ring with. Get those experience. Job. Yeah, she did. Yeah. I wish uh, Jade would sell a little bit more, uh, that sell a little bit less. I mean, uh, like kind of like be a little bit more of a monster yeah. rather than mm-hmm. flail your arms around every time you get hit, but, uh, yeah. really good stuff. And, uh, we had a really great ending, um, where, uh, well, that terrible, uh, Matt Hardy jumps on the apron, blatantly throws brass knuckles in. Then smart Mark blatantly throws the belt in. They both like and the waiting and the setting up this cue where she punches into the chair the, into the um, belt, into forced. the championship. Yeah. Very forced. My issue with this is that it was a babyface move. Like they're laying these hints that Jade's turning babyface, but then she's still acting like a heel. But like it's a babyface move to block to block the brass knuckles with the belt and not use the belt afterwards. Yeah. That was a babyface move, but then they didn't capitalize on that momentum, but instead Jade got distracted and rolled up. And you know, obviously she didn't lose, but like they could have built off that momentum of that spot, in my opinion. But the finish was good. The actual like sequence to finish the match the was strong. Right now, but like uh, she had her in something. 
Bunny was going to go for her move, one of her like signature moves. So she had Jade in a position that allowed Jade to counter it directly into the Jade, which was really cool. She sold it great. Her facial expression when she went up, like, like was really cool, really Mm -hmm. good stuff. Um, But yeah, we got Jade with the win there. And um, what we get afterward was, which was actually very interesting. Yeah. Tony gets the mic. uh, Tony comes into the ring, gets the mic. I think we just had an earthquake. <laughs> um, Jay uh, gets to the ring. Jay just takes the mic away from me. She says, get the hell out of here. And she's just like, so who's uh, uh, who's next or who's left? Which was a great thing. Then Ty Conte comes out here. Yeah. Uh, sets, uh, which was really cool. She runs right in and gets right in Jade's face, which was really cool. They get right in her face. But I wish that they like, I don't know. It was just a weird little rumble there for a second. Uh, gets right into her face. Then Jade kisses her forehead, which was really good. She kissed her forehead? I missed that. Oh, yeah. It's right that in her face. Then she just kisses her forehead. And then uh, Ty punches her, but then Jade just wasn't ready for the punch. And it just got real awkward. I had to go back and up, watch this. Up until Bunny attacks Ty. So Bunny attacks Ty. Um, and then there's this weird moment where uh, uh, Ty gets pump kicked and then Anna Jay comes running out to the ring with a chair and it looks like she's never held a chair in her life. Yeah, that was uh, weird. She, that she whole feels thing was so weird. uncomfortable holding that chair. <laughs> Have her bring a, a, something else, a kendo stick, a pipe or something. Yeah. She did not want to hold that chair. Yeah. She did not like that chair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about this ending? I So in theory, I loved it. I do think the execution was a little clunky because also she says what she says, like Ty says what Ty says. And then- Jade is trying to establish that the match is going to be at Revolution on pay-per-view, but she gets into the ring too quickly, so she kind of cuts Jade off as she's trying to finish talking. That was the thing that stuck out to me because I was really excited. Oh, I didn't notice Because I was like, this is going to be, there's going to be two women's matches on this pay-per-view. Both titles are going to be defended on the pay-per-view. That's really exciting. But she kind of got cut off as it was happening. So that was a problem for me. And then the other thing about the, something that AEW doesn't do very often that I thought was really good here is every time a wrestler's like, there's nobody left. I'm the best. And it's like that cue for a wrestler to come out. It's always a debut. It's always somebody new. This is a perfect example of like someone who's existing on your roster that can also get a huge reaction from yeah. the crowd. You don't need to always debut somebody new. That's a good so point. it was, it was refreshing to just see someone who's already on the roster, get this opportunity. And we like Ty. We don't like her personal choices, but we like Ty. Well, you notice, um, you know what I was thinking? She kind of got booed a little bit when she came out. I wonder if it's because of her. Sammy's ruining her. <laughs> Sammy's uh, just making her less likable. Uh, we have uh, uh ooh, was that a team red in there? Oh, yeah, we already read that. Mo says, Whoa, Roy, after the title change. Um, uh, I don't know what that I I said something about uh the titles being important, I guess. I and Assy makes a great point. FTW championship is a psyop, and I believe it. Uh, that's very funny. Uh, Joe writes, most titles aren't real. What tangible things do winners get on TV? No mention of more money, etc. They are mostly used as belts. Sad. <laughs> Where are you right? It's so funny sometimes. Uh, and they, uh, they, that's what JR likes to do. He's just like, yeah, the championship gets a purse. I make a purse yeah, at right. the end. Right. He, gets a, he gets it sometimes. Not true as much anymore. Not at all. But maybe, maybe though. Who knows? Uh, Mo says she knows uh, she now likes fish. Oh, your daughter likes fish. That's, That's awesome. really sweet. He's That's a funny awesome. looking guy, so I get yeah. it. Uh, Nasty says, A.W. shat on Bunny. She deserves better. Damn right. She deserves an entrance. She deserves an entrance. Uh, Joe writes, especially in cases where the titles are hot, short, uh, hot shotted a lot. More WWE than A.W. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
John Buseman says, now that Danielson working with Jade, I like the parts where she was showing off, making muscles while getting holds in. Yes. Yeah. She's, like, she's definitely showing her personality more. Yes. I just want her to be more of a monster. But yeah, that's that was at one point she was like doing some like chain wrestling and like working Bunny's arm. You're huge. You're bigger than every one of your opponents. Why are you doing like mat work? It might be Kali chops on the top of the head. <laughs> uh, Mo says nasty, not wrong. Yeah, it is a psyop. We yeah. already discussed. Uh, Bose writes deep TBS smash like Yali. Uh, yeah, smash like Yali. Could y'all make sure to Yali smash like? Um, John Buson says, oh yeah, she started saying March 6th and Tay was immediately in her face. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Uh, Nasty says, give, give deep all the belts. Uh, yeah. please, yes. please give her all the belts. Yes. Let her collect all of them all. Moe says again, Nasty, not wrong. Nasty's winning today. Nasty's on Nassie's fire. Nasty's doing a great job. Uh, Nasty might be inducted into the special celebrity wing of the LW <laughs> Hall of Fame. The LLW Hall of Fame this this Saturday. We're this Saturday, we're, we're, we're there's gonna be a new inductees, and we're pretty excited about them. We're inducting dog. I know who my inductee is gonna be. Patna. Oh, I almost <laughs> threw up. I <laughs> like so gross, so gross. Uh, I I pray to God he never does anyone's induction. <laughs> oh, he would be God. so good. Terrible. It, so it, like good. it literally would ruin their night if he we missed. Them. The, uh, GCW really missed the opportunity to induct uh, for him to induct Homicide. We we blew it. Instead, uh, to the GCW Hall of Fame, into the Independent Wrestling Hall of Fame. It's oh, not yeah. GCW. I, I get confused. It's not There's... related to a promotion. It's related to whoever chooses it. I, don't, I have no idea. Uh, it's uh, independent. It's independent. Yeah, it's independent. <laughs> You're a jerk. It's totally independent. Um, it's independent of anything. Uh, moving on, we have to talk. Uh, Keith Lee. Keith Lee oh. is in the backs with Alex Marvez, and Ricky comes up to him. Ricky Starks comes up to him, and he's just like, you better mind your P's and Q's. I Did you, you love his Keith Lee impression as much as I did? Yeah, it was pretty good. I, oh, uh, really I, good. I can't remember what it sounded <laughs> it like right now. It was real fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was uh, uh, just fun. It was very nice to see inspire pro wrestling right yeah. there. yeah uh it was really cool the former um, uh the, when we were first going to inspire shows keith lee was the like pure prestige champion like basically yeah. they're like intercontinental champion and and ricky starks is their heavyweight champion and here they are here they are here they are um nasty says i've achieved godhood uh <laughs> i thought you were a good hood at first I'm like, good hood good hood <laughs> Good hood. Um, we good job, Nasty. Congratulations. Well, you, you haven't been inducted yet. You have to tune into the weekly wrestle tune this Saturday the wrestle. to find out. Uh, Tony Boom! Oh, sorry, I'm late. MJF was wow. 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 Um, that reminded me of the song by Beck. Like, wow. Well, like, right fun. now. I can't sing it too much because uh, uh, you two will take us down. That's true. Moe's, are we like only halfway through? So F and jam packed. No, well, we're, we're almost done. Event. We're at the main event. And we have to hurry because time is money. Yeah, uh, Daniel Garcia versus Brian Danielson in the main event, which was just a hard hitting. Yeah. Great match. Yeah. You know, that's the funny thing. Uh, Danielson is starting to have um, these, you know how we kind of complain about how Jurassic Express just has like these kind of like high spot matches. And unless the opponents are strong, we don't really care. 
Danielson's getting to the same point, except Danielson's brilliant and all of his matches are fantastic, but we're getting to a point where we just expect like a hard hitting good match. I like the Moriarty match a little more than this one. Cause I think the Moriarty match got a little more time than this one, but I think we're only scratching the surface. Also, these guys are going to fight again at some point and it's going to be that much better. Honestly though. And I will say this Moriarty like had it on that night. Yeah. Daniel Garcia definitely felt a step behind here. I, he's bit, not as right? crisp as he usually is. Uh, usually yeah. is. He's usually, I feel like I've seen him amazing. Like there's, he's a little sluggish. And even in the beginning, he was selling much more than he usually does. And even Daniel Bryan's just like, let's be violent. Come on, hit me. Right, come, right, come right, at me. Right, right. And he's yeah. just like selling in the corner. I'm just like, and I, I'm almost thinking Dan Bryan's, uh, Brian Danison's head, like, what, like we're supposed to be fighting right now. <laughs> you know, don't sell. I'm not that, I'm <laughs> not as big. I'm just as big as you, you know? Um, right. Yeah. Um, we got some comments. Uh, Mo's are, uh, no, Mo says, sup, Tony Tone, Tone, Tony Tone, Tone. Uh, Tony Garcia is growing on me. I like him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Garcia is great. Uh, I really loved it. At the end of the match, we get uh, the finish, which was really cool. Um, the back and forth match, a lot of slaps, a lot of hard hits. We get um, Daniel Garcia going for a dragon screw and he goes for it, but Danielson catches himself, just grabs his hands while he's on the ground foot stomps yeah. into the triangle choke and with the muscle pin, um, the muscle, uh, cat or whatever. I like, um, uh, I like that the new, like, remember when he would do the yes kicks, those classic, like, I like that. Like, it feels like the new yes kicks are those stomps to the head, which are just so much more violent and aggressive. And I love it. Very good. Uh, when we have a Joe writing, so, um, well, let's get to this and we'll get back to the comments. We got, uh, that win. And then, um, uh, he goes on the mic. Yeah. Brian Danison goes on the mic. He's just like, was Wes, was uh, Garcia violent enough? And then right when they're about to respond and he's about to judge them for the response, he gets attacked by 2.0. Yeah. And they beat him up. And it looks like no one's going to save poor uh, Brian Danielson until Mox's music plays. Ding, ding, ding. And yeah. Mox comes out, clears house at 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. And then they talk to each other real quick. And Brian Danielson says, we'll give him his match at Revolution. <laughs> Making this probably the most anticipated pay per view. Crazy. Let's let's talk about just the ones that off the top of our head. We got Brian Danielson versus uh, Mox. Yep. We have uh, Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. Yep. We have MJF versus CM Punk in a dog and, collar match. In a dog collar match, and I could care less about any other match on that card. But we I, also have uh, Hangman Page versus Adam Cole. Yeah, that's that. That's uh, huge. That's huge. Uh, and to me. Thunder Rosa Thunder, versus Britt. Britt Baker is huge. And I Shit. think if, if it's the Bucks versus Red Dragon versus Jungle Express or whatever, that's just a really exciting match with a lot of star power in it. Plus, you've also got this six-man melee match or whatever the fuck it is, which is like going to be interesting. And that has Sting and Darby Allen in it. And then you've also got uh, the, the TNT title match, which is going to be awesome. And that's what, that's eight matches right there. And the knowing AEW, they're going to debut five, five different people. So <laughs> we're going to have five different debuts that night. There back are to back to back. It's called the, they have a debut match where it's just, it's a Royal rumble <laughs> where, uh, every two minutes someone new debuts. Well, there's also uh, the ladder match too with Keith Lee and Ricky Starks and powerhouse. Uh, it's a jam packed night. It's yeah. a jam packed night. We have some comments Nine here. Matches. Uh, Joe writes, so no Danhausen tonight again. 
Uh, I saw that he did a pre-show vid. Good use of, uh, for him, I guess. But I want him on the main show. He needs to make all the monies. I was going to bring that up. I think that, I don't know if you got a chance to see it, but I think that's this it. is a really good use for him. That's really good. I, honestly, I think that's the best use for him until he's able to be a wrestler. Yeah. Uh, like he's still injured right now. Uh, yeah. Nasi writes, I need Zack Sabre Jr. versus Danielson. Is Zack right. Sabre Jr. Uh, not canceled? Is he canceled? No, he's cool. Marty okay, Scroll cool. is canceled. Peace. Um, John Buseman says, I feel like every Danielson match, I see something I've never seen before. Yeah. Because he's just great. He's incredible. He just knows everything. He's incredible. Uh, Nasty says, Dan Hansen should be on commentary. Uh, <laughs> For like one match. <laughs> For a match. We have to say, put, I on, think... put on like Revolution. Evolution. You can't do anything that would hurt that show. Evolution. Well, I, I, Revolution. I think Revolution. Know, Revolution's the name of the pay-per-view. Right. What do you say? Oh, Elevation. 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 Yes, yes. I think he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, Nasty says, uh, wait, wait, what do we have here? Oh, Mo says, I love Dan Hazen, but this was not the right time. Nasty says, I can only hope. Uh, John Busa says, when they had each other in leg locks and kept kicking each other with their free leg. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. So good. Excellent point, John. Excellent point. John B- uh, jo- uh, Joe writes, uh, Dan Hazen should take over roads to the top. Dan Hazen to the top for all the monies. That's, That's a great idea. That is a brilliant idea. In yeah. all honesty, make it a big great joke. YouTube content. Yeah, like, AEW should just make a Dan Housen to the top as his life. Now that he's a big star, he's all elite. Really fun. That would be very really fun. fun. Yeah. Uh, Mo says this is a stack pay per view bar none. Joe says a match where everyone is the Joker. Oh, a Joker match. <laughs> the Joker match. Everyone's a wild card. Uh, Tony says Jeff Hardy will show up to face Sting to set up the pass from. Uh, Impact when Hardy was so drugged up. Uh, that's honestly. I doubt Sting would ever go for that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Sting It's wants best to just bury that. Although Sting and Darby I, Allen versus the Hardy Boys, pretty cool. That sounds actually awesome. Uh, Mose, I would love to have Danhausen on commentary, limited capacity. Yeah, put him on elevation just to see how he does. But honestly, you're not learning much on elevation with uh, Tony yeah. Schiavone, Big Show, and uh, occasionally Eddie Kingston just farting <laughs> into the microphone. Um <laughs> Moe says, all live chat, smash like now. Thank you so much for the reminder, Moe, to smash those likes. Yeah. Um, but uh, that, wow, what fun we had. Wow. What fun. What a packed show. What a packed AEW show. AEW knows how to turn the heat up leading into a pay-per-view. They're doing we're great very, work. We're very excited for what the show has in store for us. And we're very excited for you to be all joining us. Smash the like button. And also follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. And yeah. All, all the things. We're going to post stuff. See all these things? Yeah. You, all see, you see all this? This wasn't built, you know, this wasn't just an accident. <laughs> this, is, this isn't just an accident. I have to get, keep it in the frame. Otherwise, yeah. they can't see my animation. Um, thank you all so much for joining us. Send us to so call the hotline, call right? The hotline. Anything else that we need to cover, Roy? Uh, we're going to be back on Saturday. Are we still doing Saturdays? Are we switching to Sunday? No, we're doing Saturday. We should we're do Saturday Saturdays. this week, but we'll figure out for now. Yeah. Saturday, 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. 2 p.m. Central. Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking the weekly news. We're going to be talking Rampage. And we're also going to be talking the GCW show from Friday night where Sean Waltman makes his return to the ring. Damn it. I'm so angry. <laughs> he might be um, back on Saturday. You never know. Better be back. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, are we done? Can't be. Bless you, Mose, but we are done. Thank we you all done, so much Mose. for joining us. Uh, call the hotline. Leave a message. Send a text. Send us pictures. Any send pictures, pictures that you want to send, send us pictures. Uh, and we'll They're check them. Once, once, yeah, we'll post them. We'll post your pictures. Uh, if they're not saucy, keep yeah. the dick pics to a minimum. <laughs> <laughs> to a minimum. You can I gotta send talk to some of you. I have to talk to some of you about how many dick pics you're sending. You're sending too many. <laughs> Too many. 
keep a take keep it easy. Take it easy, mother. No, Bobby Lashley. Now. <laughs> hey, wait, take it easy. Wait, yeah? what did he say? What did it? What did he say? You gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Who are you kidding? Who are you kidding? Who are you kidding? Uh, uh, Nancy says, Nene. Thank you so much. <laughs> Nene. Uh, bye, everyone. Bye. Yeah, have a great da, 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 We'll See you Saturday. Ole. 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 Olay Olay Olay